Welcome to the We're Better Together podcast. I'm Ian Stevenson. And I'm Daniel Ardunia. Each month, we're excited to bring you an incredible interview with someone who has experience in facilitating an environment where people work better together. And each week, we'll share some actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to help you function better together, whether it's in your marriage, family, team, workplace, church, or community. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's jump into some content and get better together. Hey, everybody. Hey, Daniel, I, I'm so excited about today, man, this topic that we're going to discuss. Um, so here's our question for today. Is everyone better together in this 10-minute tune-up? I think all of our audience have been on teams, maybe even in marriages or with family members, and they're like, that person can't work better together. Like, it's over. We've got to be done. So let's talk about that. Our, our topic is, is everyone better together? What, what's your take on that? Oh, that's there. What an easy question that you ask right there, Ian, for us to sort through today. My goodness. Um, yeah, that is a, a, a very real um, and a very important question that certainly is going to come up as we continue to have these conversations about we're better together. Right. Uh, podcast that we're walking through. And I think maybe to start in short, um, no, one of the answers is no, uh, we're yeah. not, but it's about how do we, how do we get to that? How do we get to the, to answering no sometimes? How do we get to answering yes? Is something that I think we want to try to walk through with our people today for there's yeah. certainly some people that walk in this place where they're like, I can't work with anyone there or there's no one that is able to work with me. Um, and then you've got people that maybe think I can make it work with anybody. I can absolutely make it work with anyone. I can get them there. I'm never giving up. I'm never quitting. And I think there you go. We've got that to, to walk through today, Ian. Yeah, well, when it comes to this idea of we're better together, we got the optimist and the pessimist, right? Absolutely. The optimist thinks they can do it with everybody. The pessimist is like, no, no, I, I can't work with other people. So we've got to land somewhere in the middle on this. Um, so the question may be the, the way we can help our audience with this tune-up is how do you figure out who you can work with and who you can't, right? And you know, one thing as I was reflecting on this as we were preparing was we talked in one of our tune-ups about the concentric circles of working together and how it starts like the middle of a target is the most important relationship in your life, which is probably your relationship with God, uh, your higher power, however you talk about that. But it's it's that central part. The next one would be like your spouse, and then your family, and then your community of friends, you know, kind of the concentric circles go out. And I think the wider out you are in that concentric circle, the, the more you need to recognize that you can't work with everybody. Like, and, and the wider out you are in the circle, the more freedom you have to cut people loose. But the closer you get in on those circles, the more committed you have to be to really doing what we like to talk about is fighting for unity because unity is a fight. And, and so when you're in, let's say a marriage with someone who's difficult for you at the time, you, you got to fight for that because that matters a lot more. And, and even if you go all the way to the center and your relationship with God or whatever, like you got to fight for that no matter how disappointed you've become, no matter what's going on, it, it, you still got to fight for unity there. You got to fight for that relationship. And, and so I, I thought it might be a good way to start by just 
identifying that like these concentric circles matter as it relates to your freedom to really say no can't work with them right as a fantastic visual i think that you give i will admit i'm an optimist so as you share that in the beginning i'm someone that wants to try to find a way for everybody to work well together but i think when you break it down like that the, the truth is even though i'm an optimist i run into those times though where i still have to answer that question yeah. And some of those circles that, that I walk in, is this, is this the best partnership? Is this, is this going to work? And I actually have to, to wrestle through that. I think as you share that Ian, it's, it's those, as those circles get closer um, to the center uh, and what you said, that type of commitment that I have stepped into is different for my relationship with God. It is different for my wife than it is with my friends or then my coworkers or then the, team that I'm a part of in athletics and kind of extending out in that way. There's a different kind of, of commitment that I have made that I think impacts what you said of how much fighting I need to be able to do because I've committed to fight for that relationship in a certain way. Yeah. And I think the thing that, that keeps us from really working better together in whatever one of those contexts sometimes and not sometimes people have to be cut loose Sometimes we just got to work through stuff to get better in the context of working together. Like we have things we have to grow in and the people we're working with have things they have to grow in, but we don't grow. We don't get better together if we're not having intentional conversations along the way. And, and I think that's one thing that we want to really encourage our listeners in this tune up to do is have those intentional conversations. Like if you're struggling in your relationship with your wife or even in your relationship with God or with your family or with some people you work with or whatever, most people are afraid of conflict. They're afraid to have those intentional conversations. They're afraid to go through the tunnel of chaos. Um, they, they get into it. And it's dark and it's scary and it's loud in there. So they turn around and they run out. Um, whereas the only way they get to really be better together is by going through that tunnel of chaos, overcoming the fear of being in the middle of it and getting through it and getting to the other side. And, and it's, it's people who are afraid to go through that tunnel that don't really get to experience being better together. Yeah, Ian, I feel like this uh, podcast, 10-Minute Tune-Ups, talking to me right now. Uh, as you share some of those things, you know, I'm, I'm an optimist, and then conflict is something that I don't, I don't like, I don't enjoy. And I think as we were speaking, kind of preparing for this, just that thought came to mind of, of conflict doesn't mean that my exit strategy begins just because I am about to experience conflict. It's really easy for me to want to run from conflict. I like the harmonious and 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 that optimism that I carry. But what I think conflict can do, conflict can be healthy. It can create opportunity. It can, it can expose things that actually need to be worked through. And if you're willing to then press into that, I think I have learned as much as I, I don't like conflict, I can think of those times where I've been willing to press into it and actually come out stronger on the other side. Mm -hmm. That, that, iron has sharpened some iron as they come against each other or that that fire has has made something more solid 
by walking, by willing to press into it. I think what you were saying is something that we want to encourage our people to do is to not be afraid of the conflict, actually step into it and then be able to determine as you fight for it through that conflict, what does this relationship mean to me? And, and, and you can more identify, is this stuff now as we're digging into it, things that we can actually come together on? Or are these issues that are really there something that, that we need to step out of, of said relationship? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and then the thing is, I, I know there's a lot of people afraid of conflict, but as you get into it, you might need help. Like, right. Sometimes you might need uh, a counselor. You might need, um, you know, someone to help you process questions you're having, or if, if it's a teammate, you might need a coach to help you work it out with your team, but you, you can't ignore it. Like you can't, you know, everyone is not better together. Sometimes people do have to be cut loose in different scenarios, but most of the time, if we have the courage, we can work through it. And, you know, just as we wrap up, I, I, in this tune up, man, one of the things we've heard in a lot of our interviews is the importance of humility. And so as you're maybe thinking of your context and someone you're really struggling with and working better together with approach that whole scenario, the conflict, whatever with humility, and that'll get you there. Don't you agree? Yeah, I think that's a, a huge key, Ian, to the type of posture that we walk into conflict with is going to directly impact the result of what comes of that conflict. We walk in with humility, think we open up that other person or even maybe that team, we open up their hearts to actually receive what we're stepping into. We walk in that with pride. Uh, we walk in that in some other kind of postures and we actually might create more division in that process or push somebody away where there actually could have been something that could have been worked through, figured out and, and come out better on the other side. So good, man. Well, our 10 minutes are about up. So I just want to encourage everybody, you know, in this tune up couple things we hit on, like, where are you fighting for unity? There probably are some people that are difficult to do that with. Don't be afraid to enter into the conversations with them, get help if you need it, be humble in the process, and you can get better together. Thanks for joining us today on this 10-minute tune-up. We also want to encourage you to tune in on the first Monday in April for our next interview. It's with a guy named Jeff Fishney who, who runs an organization called Love Our Cities, and he's fighting for unity in cities. So like, you don't want to miss that one. Okay. Jump on with us. Thanks for joining us today, Daniel. Got anything you want to close us out with? Just thank you to all of our listeners for taking this journey with us. And I will say as well, this interview with Jeff was so great. We look forward to sharing it with you and believe there's going to be some things that you can draw from it. So we will see you in our next 10 minute tune up. All right. Bye.